Hi, I'm Bill Hohen. And I'm Ted Hohen. Over the past 50 years, our family has brought many world-class dealerships to Carlsbad, including Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Audi, Honda, Acura, Jaguar, and Land Rover. That's right. This year, we're celebrating 50 years in Carlsbad. So on behalf of the entire Hohen family, we want to thank San Diego. Throughout the years, we've taken tremendous pride in meeting and even exceeding our customers' automotive needs. We value the relationships with our clients and look forward to serving you for years to come. We invite you to visit one of the Hohen Carlsbad dealerships or hohenmotors.com. Welcome back to KPBS Midday Edition. I'm Jade Hindman. Football season is back. The college football season is in full swing and the NFL kicks off the start of a new season on Thursday. But a new version of the sport is also taking the field at high schools across the region. Girls flag football. The California Interscholastic Federation, which governs high school athletics, added the sport earlier this year, and now 44 high schools across the San Diego region have girls' flag football teams playing this season. Here to tell us more about the sport is sports writer John Maffey, who covers high school athletics for the San Diego Union-Tribune. John, welcome to Midday. Thank you. Hi, I'm Bill Hohen. And I'm Ted Hohen. Over the past 50 years, our family has brought many world-class dealerships to Carlsbad, including Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Audi, Honda, Acura, Jaguar, and Land Rover. That's right. This year, we're celebrating 50 years in Carlsbad. So on behalf of the entire Hohen family, we want to thank San Diego. Throughout the years, we've taken tremendous pride in meeting and even exceeding our customers' automotive needs. We value the relationships with our clients and look forward to serving you for years to come. We invite you to visit one of the Hohen Carlsbad dealerships or hohenmotors.com. So earlier this year in the run-up to girls' flag football becoming a high school sport here in California, you wrote that there was a lot of interest in the sport, but that, quote, no one knows what to expect. So... Uh, what have we seen so far then? I still I still think we don't know exactly what to expect. Uh, there was uh, interest. Probably Joe Hines, the CIF commissioner, told me originally there were between 70 and 80 teams that showed interest. Uh, and that has pared down. It was originally 44. And now uh, uh, Chula Vista Learning Center has jumped in. So it's 45. Uh, so we added a, added a school. But uh, he is not at all discouraged by that. He thinks it's a good number. The desert, desert schools are full in. Just about everybody in the desert is in. Uh, the South Bay is is completely in. The city is in. North County is really slow to uh, to join in. And uh, but they're kind of taking a wait and see. Uh, and I think they will they will jump in next year. And that will that will pump the numbers numbers way up. So far, uh, participation has been good. Scores have been very respectable. Very few, you know, few blowout. There haven't been any fifty-five nothing kind of scores. Uh, no, no real mismatches. So I, I think everybody is very happy with the with the first couple of weeks here. Yeah, I mean, it all sounds exciting. Uh, what reason did the CIF give when they announced the addition of girls flag football um, as a sanctioned high school sport? It's sanctioned at the state level. 
And so uh, once this, you know, once the state level, the state said, you know, hey, this is going to happen, the, the 10 sections in state, please do everything you can to get this launched. And Joe Hines, Todd Katz, and Ron Marquez are are very proactive uh, at, at our CIF office. And, uh, and, you know, they got it rolling. And so when people think about high school football, they probably think of traditional tackle football, 11 players on the field, helmets, shoulder pads, but flag football looks and feels a bit different, doesn't it? Oh, yes. Yeah. And and it's kind of, it's interesting that, you know, everybody said, well, this is going to be a completely inexpensive sport. There's not going to be any, you know, any cost to it. Well, that's not true. It, uh, most of the schools I've talked to and the athletic directors, it's not terribly expensive. It's about $5,000. You know, you can't ask the girls to go out there in a t-shirt, you know, with a with a marks a lot number on it. You're going to have to give these girls, and they have, the same kind of respect that you give, you know, uh, soccer, volleyball. So there's a cost involved in jerseys. There's there's a cost involved in, in the flags. There, 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 there are certain breakaway flags. And footballs, it's a different football. It's a it's a smaller football, hmm. you know. And officials, uh, they're 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 using three officials uh, at uh, sixty three dollars a game, I believe. So so you know you're going to have a couple of hundred dollars in officials every game. So there was a, a you know a bit of a a little bit of a, a sticker shock with the five thousand dollars. No helmets. Uh, it is pretty much non contact. You know there are there are rules in place. Uh, you know, no bump and run. If, 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 you know, people are familiar with that from the NFL, you, you know, you can't tackle a girl to get her flags, punting and, and sacking the quarterback, that kind of thing. You can't, it has to be flagged so that, you know, safety in mind. And, and these rules may modify as we go along through the years, but right now it's, it's kind of safety first to see where we are. Mm. And and there also there's there's seven players on each side, right? That's that's another one of the things that differ um, from tackle football, correct? Correct. Yeah. And and if anyone has ever played like intramural football in high school or college, you know, boys or girls, you know, seven players, seven player flag is kind of the standard for intramural football, and that that's kind of the model they're using. They're using the seven seven man flag at the youth level, and hopefully now. As we build, the the girls will have their own you know youth leagues, and they will the teaching of the game won't be so much so much of a factor in high school. They they will have known the game a little bit, and uh, they're short games. They're uh, two twenty minute running halves, so games are over in less than an hour. So uh, it's quick, uh, and the, you know it's kind of nonstop action. It's up to the referees if there's an incomplete pass, you know get ball spotted and get you know get it in play because the clock is running and you recently profiled one local school's flag football team our lady of peace an all-girls school in normal heights tell us about that team and how their experience has been so far well it's kind of interesting i i mean i thought that was a an interesting angle and that you know here we have football you know basically 99 percent boys and now the all-girls school is going to jump in so our, our Lady of Peace uh, is 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 playing. They you know they have some you know you know some some hurdles because they don't have any place to practice on campus. Their campus is very tight, uh, so there's there's no place to practice on campus. There's no place to play their games. They they're driving about twenty miles east to, to uh, Reese Parish. 
to, to, to practice. Uh, so, you know, so there, there's some hurdles there, but, but they're off the ground and, and running. And, and I also found it interesting that some of the schools that don't play high school football, uh, Canyon Crest and San Diego Academy, uh, the, the girls were totally in. And, and, and so non-football playing schools, you know, OLP all girls and San Diego Academy and Canyon Crest that, you know, it, uh, co-ed campuses, but don't play boys football are playing girls flag football. Hmm. And so, you know, obviously there are challenges to getting flag football programs up and running. Originally, 75 schools were interested in fielding a team, but that number has dropped to 45 teams in the region for this reason. Um, what have been some of the challenges, more challenges, schools have faced getting flag football established? Well, probably the biggest challenge out, outside of teaching the game to the girls and and the uh, the coaches I've talked to said that, you know, the girls that came out were very enthusiastic. You know, they, they, they wanted to play. They've, they've seen their brothers, boyfriends, or, you know, or just classmates play football and they were very enthusiastic. But the biggest thing is two things, field space and coaches. It was very hard to get coaches. Schools hadn't budgeted for coaching stipends. The, the biggest drawback now is field space. Because in the fall, you have obviously fab football and you have field hockey. And and now you, you add flag football to that. And, you know, most schools only have one field, one football field. Most of the teams that have uh, schools that have field hockey, you know, have have a working agreement with between the field hockey team and the football team. They, you know, the, the field hockey team gets it one night a week for their games and, and at least one or two days. Uh, to get on the field and the and the and the football team will work around it. They'll go. They'll practice earlier, later to let you know to share the field with the girls. Now you add a third component in there for the field, and scheduling gets a little bit tougher. Scheduling has been a, has been the the one major thing. And uh, hopefully they can get those issues resolved to be more inclusive of this new sport. Uh, San Diego Unified School District also has flag football as a middle school sport, something uh, that you say may give these schools an advantage as they develop players. But San Diego Unified also added a few other girls sports this year, including stunt cheering and beach volleyball. Are you noticing the number of girls playing sports increasing in the area as a result of these new sports offerings? Yes, yes. And, and I and I think, you know, part of that is is very, you know, pro athlete and and and, uh, you know, boys and girls, they want they, you know, they want everyone to have an opportunity, whether it's a boys or girls to, you know, to have an opportunity to play. And that and that's why, uh, you know, uh, two years ago when they finally launched beach volleyball, our section is very proactive there. You know, giving those girls an opportunity to, you know, to to compete, and and that and that has turned into a huge college scholarship sport. Field hockey, we're we're the you know probably the preeminent section in the state that that plays field hockey, and and the girls are reaping the benefits of college scholarships there. Uh, girls flag football uh, is going to be at some point uh, a college sport. It, uh, it, it, it's creeping along. Uh, it, it may, it may take another five years before it, it, be, you know, becomes totally integrated, but, uh, and that's kind of a carrot out there for, for, you know, whether it's a boy or a girl 
you know, you can play for us, play, you know, play well enough. You, you might earn a scholarship, but, uh, yes. And, and the state has, ter- uh, the state sent out, uh, participation numbers, uh, recently and girl sports are, are up and, uh, yeah. And, and that's, that's very encouraging. Yeah, and so good to know, given the benefits of, of playing sports. Um, what's been the response to girls' flag football so far this season? It, it's, be, it's been very good. Uh, and, and and just looking at the results, uh, it, it, like I said, the, the desert has jumped in. A, a lot of the desert schools have played five and six games already, where you know some of the schools here in, in San Diego are still waiting uh, you know, to play a game. And, 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 and the coaches were given the option of, you know, you, you know, you tell us when you're ready to start. Uh, you know, there was an August 5th uh, start date, but you know, the CIF didn't want to, didn't want to force any schools into playing before they were ready. They didn't want anybody to get hurt or, you know, or, or a total mismatch before they were ready to play. And then kids get discouraged and quit. So, uh, you know, it's it, it, it's a little bit like it's a little bit of a test run this year, uh, to you know to see how things go. But so far, like I said, very you know, very smooth so far. Uh, you know, no forfeits. Uh, you know, scores you know respectable. Thirty five points seems to be you know like the at the high end. Uh, a lot of shutouts on on defense, but. Uh, Lower scoring games than than I thought because uh, when you look at eight man football, uh, you know, if you can get to the corner in eight man football and you have a back with speed, he's you know it's a touchdown and and scores will get up into the sixties and seventies. But it, it's not the same with the girls here. the The scores have been uh, you know in in the in the in the eight to twenty five range mm, for the for the women's teams. Um, Concerns have been raised that uh, the girls' flag football could take away from other sports such as lacrosse or field hockey. Has that proven to be the case at all? You know, it, it's it's kind of too early to tell. There, uh, I think you know, lacrosse is is a spring sport, so I uh, I don't think it, it, it will affect uh, you know, lacrosse at all. At least immediately, it may it may down the road. Field hockey is the one, uh, the one sport where where everybody, administrators and 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 CIF officials were were very concerned about. You know, will you know, uh, you know, if, if you've seen a field hockey match, uh, it's kind of a hard sport to follow. But uh, you know, once once you see it on turf, uh, they used to play. You know, used all the gra- all the fields in the county were grass, and it really wasn't a very very good game to watch. But now that it's on turf. And the skill level, if, if you watch uh, Canyon Hills or Scripps Ranch play field hockey, you would, you know, you would be very impressed at the skill level of those girls. Uh, and, and that's what the CIF doesn't want to take away from. They, they don't want to take away from field hockey. But I think we're probably a year or two away from, from seeing how that, that impacts field hockey. Yeah, and you know it's still early in the season, but are there any teams in the region that you see leading the pack? Uh, yes, you know, uh, Bonita Vista has gotten off to a really nice start. Uh, you know, uh, and uh, Grossmont, which is the only school in the Grossmont district uh, to 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 play, 
and and Grossmont opened their season with with a pair of shutouts, and uh, and they they play three games this week, and uh, it's interesting that uh, at Grossmont High there's a father son uh, coaching combination that uh, Anthony Lawrence, who was a star player at Grossmont High, is the is the boys football coach, and his father is the girls flag football coach. So that that's kind of an interesting dy- dynamic out at out at Grossmont. Uh, Vincent Memorial out in the desert has gotten off to a really nice start. Uh, Point Loma is is two and zero, oh, and and they they play a couple of games this week. So uh, uh, you know some of the teams, uh, 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 nobody has been embarrassed early, uh, uh, but some of the teams you you can tell are are a little bit ahead of the others. As flag football continues to grow, there is a push for flag football to become an Olympic sport. Uh, for the 2028 Los Angeles Games, how likely is that to happen? Do you think? You know, that's an interesting question. I'm, you know, I I think 2028 might be a, a little early. Uh, you know, it, it's five years away, but uh, I, you know, and I can understand. Uh, you know, Los Angeles would want to would want to get involved, and uh, you know. Uh, Boy, the '84 Olympics were a tremendous success in in Los Angeles, uh, and you know. But I don't. I I think in my mind, you know, 2028 is is a little bit early. Uh, the sport would really have to zoom forward. But I think I think we'll know more after this season. Uh, do we take a baby step next year, or do we take a giant step forward? If we take a baby step, 2028 is probably far away. If we take a giant step. Then, then maybe it's a little more realistic. I've been speaking with John Maffey, sports writer with the San Diego Union-Tribune. John, thanks for joining us today. Good, Jay. Thank you very much. Coming up, we'll introduce you to one of the new girls' flag football teams playing this season. It was really surprising to hear that they were going to have a team, but really exciting at the same time. So I just decided that I would want to try out. You're listening to KPBS Midday Edition. Hi, I'm Bill Hohen. And I'm Ted Hohen. Over the past 50 years, our family has brought many world-class dealerships to Carlsbad, including Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Audi, Honda, Acura, Jaguar, and Land Rover. That's right. This year we're celebrating 50 years in Carlsbad. So on behalf of the entire Hohen family, we want to thank San Diego. Throughout the years, we've taken tremendous pride in meeting and even exceeding our customers' automotive needs. We value the relationships with our clients and look forward to serving you for years to come. We invite you to visit one of the Hohen Carlsbad dealerships or hohenmotors.com. The girls' varsity flag football team at Imperial High is one of the new teams taking the field this season. Two members are joining us, Hannah Johnson, who's a junior. She is also receiver and safety on the team. Also, Giselle Carrillo, a sophomore who plays quarterback and defensive back on the field, along with Victor Cruz, Imperial High School's girls' flag football coach. And welcome to you all. Hello. It's nice to be here. Hi, thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you for having us. 
Coach Cruz, I'll start with you. How long have you been involved in flag football, and what made you want to be the first coach for Imperial Girls flag football team? So I've been involved. This is my second season, but it's a full first. Only a one year doing this for my second season because we did a, a like a spring ball season last um, spring school semester. And um, but I've been involved in uh, coaching wise. Uh, this is my fifth year. I've been coaching with the boys for five years, and now that they brought girls football, I've uh, jumped on this now. All right, Hannah, you are a junior at Imperial High. How long have you been playing flag football, and what made you want to be part of the the team? Um, this is actually my first year playing. It was very random. I actually was asked, like they were mentioning girls flag football, and I've always been interested since my brothers. I grew up watching my brothers play football my whole childhood. And I just thought I would give it a try. I mean, I've only played softball, so I thought this was just something new for me. All right, Giselle, you are the quarterback, which has been called the hardest position in sports. How long have you been playing football, and why did you want to play quarterback? So I would be throwing with my dad outside since I was like six. So he's taught me all I've known, and I would always just go out and pass the ball and run routes, and it was it was really surprising to hear that they were going to have a team, but really exciting at the same time. So I just decided that I would want to try out for QB since my since my dad would be teaching me everything I know. Yeah. Giselle and Hannah, I'm wondering, did you guys ever want to play tackle football? Um, I don't know about me. I mean, I'm a softball player. We are like the least physical with each other. <laughs> But I think flag football is like my limit. <laughs> yeah, same here. I don't really care for sports that have contact. I think flag is also something that is far enough for me. Okay. So Giselle, is there any particular quarterback you model your game after? Mm, I would say probably Tom Brady since he is like the best quarterback out there. And he played for my team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm. And he was just something I, he was just someone I liked watching since I saw how he went through mistakes and he was able to get back up through halftime. He would be low and he would end up winning the game. Mm. Hannah, what about you? Is there any athlete you look up to? Um, not really. I mean, I do, I will, from my brother to, watching my brother's games and being a big football fan, there's not really nobody I really look up to, but I think more it's my brothers. I grew up watching them play so much, and I just this was a way I could connect with them in another way other than softball. Yeah. Hey, Coach, in addition to coaching <laughs> this new flag football team, um, you also are a coach on the boys' tackle football team, as you mentioned earlier. How do you approach coaching differently from flag football to tackle football? Well, it is different for sure. You know, the boys, it's a real physical game. You know, you got to be aggressive. You got to kind of be, you know, not afraid to put your hands on someone. But the girls, it's more of like a, a schematics game. It's about speed, getting people in space, hitting the person with the right ball. So it's, you know, I guess boys would be more, you know, brute force. You got to coach up. <laughs> but um, girls, it's using technique, using speed, uh, stuff to that nature. So it's a little different. Yeah, slightly different game altogether, too. Yeah. Yeah. 
Hannah, as of the time of this interview, Imperial has played three games this season. Tell us about how the season is going so far. I think the season's going wonderful. We did have a rough start, which it's understandable. It was first game. We had never had a scrimmage. And honestly, since that first game, we've all come together. Our chemistry on the team is amazing. And at practice, we're just learning. We're just becoming better as a team every practice. And we have so much more to accomplish from here. Giselle, what's been your biggest takeaway from the season so far? I would say being able to be with the team and like becoming an actual team with them, making new bonds and just showing all of the hard work that we put in at practice during games and to be able to say that we're the first CIF seven on seven girls flag football team. And how are the I'm curious to know, how are the other teams you all are playing? I mean, have they been playing for a while? Is this new for for all of the teams or or is it new for you all? It is new for teams in the Valley, but Vincent Memorial and Calexico, they are better teams due to the fact that they have Mexicali players with them, Mm. travel teams. So they are more experienced and uh, they have better better skills and they're faster. And coach, I'm I'm wondering... um... How do you then approach coaching and, and really get the team up to speed, given that you got some stiff competition out there? Yeah, well, it's kind of a little bit of a, a catch-up game, as you can say. And I think it's more catch-up in, you know, these girls, like the two players I have here, that it's new to them, too. They haven't played football their whole lives. So those girls have gotten those reps. You know, they've been throwing the ball, catching the ball. So we just try to maximize and practice the catching, the throwing, because that's something that we've seen as a we've been deficient compared to those teams. But other than that, you know, schematic wise, I think we're there with them. We just need to get more in-game reps and we can catch up to them pretty soon. And Giselle mentioned Mexicali players. Does flag football have a long history in that area? I can't I can't know for certainty the history, but I know it's very popular in Mexico right now. Mm. You know, I think a couple of years back they played U.S. for like the national title or whatever. And Mexico kind of blew them out. So, you know, it's very popular in Mexicali, you know, men's leagues and women's leagues and um, co-ed leagues. So, you know, they've had a club team in Calexico. You know, that's where Vincent and Calexico High School are. So those girls, they half of them went to Vincent, half went to Calexico. So they're, you know, they've been playing for years. So they're way ahead of the curve on this. Yeah. Is this played on the collegiate level at all? Uh, I, To be honest, I don't know. I know there is colleges that do it, but I don't know if it's a full sanctioned sport or if it's just intramurals at this point. But I'm pretty sure as it's getting to high school, it'll eventually cross over to collegiate. Yeah. Hannah and Giselle, neither of you are seniors, but do you anticipate continuing your football career next season? I do. This is just, as I said, this is just a really good way, just getting physical out here as I'm in off season. So I really enjoyed it. It's only been a couple of games that I really love playing in. It's just something different for me. Uh, same here. I plan to continue playing football for my next few years in high school. I find it really fun and exciting to be able to be, able to be a part of this. And to be able to make history here too, right? Yes. <laughs> That's pretty cool. So tell us about your next game. Who will you be playing and uh, do you have any predictions? We will be playing Calexico.
And I believe that they're going to be a really good team and they will be hard to beat. But I think that we could push through and we could get there if we do our best and put everything we learned out there on the field. And then, of course, there's always opportunity to learn even more from some of these teams who have been doing it for a while, too, right? Yes, of course. Well, best of luck to you all on your next game. I've been speaking with Hannah Johnson and Giselle Cabrillo from Imperial High School's girls' varsity flag football team, along with her coach, Victor Cruz. Again, thank you all for telling us more about your sport and your team, and good luck on the rest of the season. Thank you so much for having us today. Thank you for having us. Thank you very much. What are your thoughts on youth sports? Is competition good for kids or should sports just be about the fun? Give us a call, 619-452-0228. You can leave a message or you can email us at midday at kpbs.org. We'd love to share your ideas and thoughts here on the show. Don't forget to watch Evening Edition tonight at 5 for in-depth reporting on San Diego issues. Of course, we'll be back tomorrow at noon with a conversation on student loan debt payments as they start to resume. And if you ever miss a show, you can find the Midday Edition podcast on all platforms. I'm Jade Hindman. Thanks for listening. Hi, I'm Bill Hohen. And I'm Ted Hohen. Over the past 50 years, our family has brought many world-class dealerships to Carlsbad, including Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Audi, Honda, Acura, Jaguar, and Land Rover. That's right. This year we're celebrating 50 years in Carlsbad. So on behalf of the entire Hohen family, we want to thank San Diego. Throughout the years, We've taken tremendous pride in meeting and even exceeding our customers' automotive needs. We value the relationships with our clients and look forward to serving you for years to come. We invite you to visit one of the Hohen Carlsbad dealerships or hohenmotors.com.